Hello and welcome back everyone to the Get Messy podcast. I'm here with my co-host Liv Doomer. I'm Max Landon. And let's get messy with you. Yes, we have a doozy of an episode for you guys today. We are going to get all into the drama from our last episode. Um, And then we're just going to kind of hang out in Kiki too. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, so again, we've had quite an interesting week uh, since we last talked to you guys since our last episode, which we've unfortunately had to pull. And we'll get into that much more very soon. Yeah. I'm like, I just don't even know like where to start um, with all this craziness. Because, yeah, we had a really great episode um, with our guest, Sierra, who I really hope to have back on. But, yeah, Same. like Max said, uh, we, yeah, we had to pull the episode because... It's our, people- our most, most listened to one, too. Yeah, it was definitely our most so listened. So far, yeah. yeah. We got our most followers from it. Um, yeah, it was doing really well. And then, yeah, we had to pull it because some people weren't too happy about it. And yeah. And listen, I'm all for our First Amendment. You know, we have a freedom of speech and all of that stuff. So I'm not going to let the terrorists, you know, win anymore in terms of stuff like this. But just to put a little bit of kind of background information behind that decision, when interviewing our last guest, Sierra, we were talking about a messy breakup that happened. Yeah, it was actually a really good story. We didn't just talk about that. We did not use any names, like specific names or anything like that. Um, So we kept everything anonymous. Um, However, her that family that she used to be engaged to is fucking insane. So if the Teppers are listening, fuck off. It says so right at the beginning of our introduction that if you aren't having fun, just leave. And clearly you guys aren't having fun to be up here giving negative reviews just wiling out being toxic people we're not here for that yeah I truly felt like we did our due diligence with with like um bleeping people's names out and keeping everything like totally anonymous to the point where I I truly did not know I don't know who the family is like I only knew her ex-boyfriend's name because she would like post pictures with him and stuff And I'm just going to say it like one of the family members messaged us on the podcast account and reached out to come on the show. And we, we were totally down. Um, And mind you, like when he messaged us, because like you and me both have the login, um, it like pinged both of our phones. I literally messaged you. I was like, who is this? Cause I like, didn't even know who it was. That's how anonymous we kept it. So I was just kind of like baffled that, I don't know. I feel like they were just like, so um, I don't know. they they're really out here just like messaging us, harassing um, our fans, harassing Sierra. And I'm going to be honest, when Sierra first came on and she was saying that they really acted kind of crazy, I thought she was like exaggerating, but nope. I feel like this is nothing but proved us right. Yeah. Seriously confirms it. Yep. And I don't really care about keeping their names anonymous anymore. It's the Tepper family. (laughs) Um, The guy we were talking about was Taylor Tepper. I'm sure you can look him up on Instagram just easily. That was Chad who we were referring to in our last episode. The brother Alex is the one who actually slid into our DMs along with his um, 
his fiance, Macy, Macy actually felt like it was necessary to leave us a negative review and say that we oh, bring see, guests look, on and tell I didn't even know stories. that was the, um, I didn't even know, look, that's how, like, much I don't even know this family is that I didn't even know that was. Well, the, I only, okay. I only clocked the name because it was, it was under Macy Tep was the person who left it. So Tepper, right. Macy is their fiance, is the guy's fiance. So girl, I don't think your last name is Tepper yet the phone um yeah that's embarrassing um <laughs> yeah the whole thing is just seems really cringy like I don't know like in in my experience you know whenever I've had a breakup whether it was my fault or someone else's fault I've never had any of my family members not my sibling not my mother especially not my mother um or my father you know reach out to these people I understand that in certain situations especially when a breakup is messy and you know maybe there's abuse involved which it kind of sounds like he was a little bit of an abusive boyfriend well the way Um, that's kind of if this is if this is uh what she was experiencing this whole relationship I feel so sorry for Sierra because I I could never imagine like going I could never imagine dealing with this all the time yeah so so sorry we had to pull the episode. It was great. We would love to have Sierra back on sometime. If you're looking for anyone to blame about pulling it, it's the Tepper family. They fucking suck. They're psychos. And I will go on record and say that. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I don't know. I guess I, I'm just going to put out there that you and me, we're just here to have on our friends. We're here to have them share stories so that people can maybe relate to them um, or maybe just have a fun time listening. And we're here to react to it. If you're coming here for reporter style news, I don't know what to tell you, honey. Like (laughs) we're not here for some, I don't know, some news show. And to just elaborate on that too, you know, when we have guests on, people are taking valuable time out of their day to come chat with us, you know, on this platform. We have a lot of fun with it. We really appreciate anyone who comes on. Seriously. If you ever have a problem with one of our guest co-hosts, A, just stop listening, but B, don't take it upon yourself to harass them. That's completely unhinged behavior. You're wild for doing that. Seriously. Yeah. So that's our our, tight 10 on on that family um oh and then didn't didn't uh taylor go and like actually like some of your pictures on instagram too oh yeah that's what i so i messaged you and i was like this family really just baffles me because i was so confused because the brother had messaged us like he wanted to come on and which we were like okay at first and then when they harassed us to the point where we took down the episode we were kind of like well no and you're not going to get like an episode and then we take down the other episode that's not really fair that yeah then uh the guy taylor like ended up going and liking all my pictures. So I was like really confused because I'm like, wait a minute, are you a fan? <laughs> or I don't know. Anyway, I'm really just confused um, by this family. Um, and I hope they find whatever piece they're looking for. So I don't, they can go fucking <laughs> rotten hell. Um, yeah, no, the exact interest or the exact message actually read, I would love to come on for the real story, how she was a prostitute in the Roanoke area. She was cheating for over six months and we know over five guys she's been with through their relationship. We'll love for my fiance and I to come on. And I responded, I said, we could be interested. Um, I need to talk to my co-host about that. Uh, My only concern is that our guest came on record with her full name, which is why we bleeped out any other names mentioned. If you're serious, we can maybe find a way to do it. Let us know. And he said, we could say it's not related to any story before him. And I'm sure we can just figure it out. So just, just want to give you guys all the receipts here. These people are ridiculous. Yeah. We gave him chances. 
Yeah, and then honestly, this is the last we're talking about it because we said we're just going to come on, explain the drama, why it went down because we had so many people message us and be like, wait, we didn't get a chance to listen to the episode and this is kind of why. So we're just explaining it and that's the last of it. Yep. Too long, don't want to listen. I'm bored. (laughs) We had a guest on. She told us a story about an abusive boyfriend and a messy breakup. And we talked about a lot of other stuff too, which I'm bummed we had to, you know, take it all out and this family completely harassed her so that's kind of the bottom line here yeah so enough of them (laughs) yes on to uh, on to next yes so I want to talk about the Khloe Kardashian picture which I I had to send it to you but uh I feel like this has been taking over the internet my sister literally just texted to me like a little bit ago and she was like what the hell is this picture so if you guys haven't seen the picture, watching the video, I'm going to pop it up on here so you guys know what picture we're talking about. It is Khloe Kardashian. She like, posts this really pretty car picture. And I'm going to be honest, I saw the picture before everybody like zoomed in on it. And I, I think I liked it maybe, or I don't know. I thought she looked really good. Um, and then everybody like zoomed in on her hands. <laughs> like, so her hands are like the topic of discussion. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at it again. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times, but um, just really analyzing it. So I think it's a couple things. Um, I think so. Her hand basically it looks it reminds me of like a, and I've seen this on memes. I didn't come up with this, but like a <laughs> like a chicken hand. Oh no, Albanian stuff, all bony. <laughs> but I think that the reason, I mean, the Kardashians have had a history of um, having some Photoshop fails, so that could be. That could be one explanation. Um, uh, the the Kardashians in. Photoshop their pictures. Uh, yeah, news to you? It, yeah. But also, like, if you look at her, she's wearing like a very tight, like, bodysuit type of thing, and it seems to really, it looks great on her, but it seems to really cinch up at the hand. So it almost looks like the dress itself is maybe like pushing the skin out to look that way. So that's why it's looking like that. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, like it's just accentuating it. Yeah, because like you obviously just can't have see like, her wrist. She might just have long fingers. Okay, I got long fingers. I feel like if I had those long nails with the long fingers. I mean, I have long fingers too, but like that just looks weird. <laughs> that looks really something is off about that. I don't know if it. I don't know okay. who to blame. It but might it, be a Photoshop fail, but I am gonna come to her defense because everybody was clocking her for the, the face being tan and the hands being pale. Leave my girl Chloe alone because <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. Okay, spray like, tan apologist, <laughs> Liv Doomer. Seriously, <laughs> okay, because I have my summer foundation and like maybe I haven't switched over to my winter foundation yet, and I look all tan and glowy up here, and then people see my hands, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Liv, cool. but she like. She lives in like Calabasas. Like she lives in California. They don't have seasons like that. Okay, well maybe she had a spray tan and she washes her hands a lot or something. That's kind of what it looks like to me. Yep, leave the poor girl alone. <laughs> um. So also this week, um, we have a little pop culture corner. Um. So Rihanna is pregnant, as I'm sure everyone listening already knows. Yes, her pictures so, are so pretty. It's gonna be a really pretty baby. Yeah, too bad we aren't going to get the album, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, I gave up on it a while ago. <laughs> We're never going to get the album. Probably not. Probably not. It's drugs. Um, I do uh, want to bring this up, though, because I was, we were talking about this uh, before we came on. 
the Ben Affleck debacle that me and my mom have been having all day about whether or not he's had a hair transplant. Um, again, if you guys are watching, I'm going to put the pictures up. So my mom basically texted like me and my six sisters this earlier, and she is like fully convinced that Ben Affleck had a hair transplant or wears like a, uh, what's it called? A tu- it's not a toupee. toupee. Is it a toupee? Yeah, it's a toupee. A toupee. Yeah. <laughs> She's fully mm-hmm. convinced that he wears a toupee. And she has just been like loading me up with pictures of Ben Affleck. Just like, do you see it? Do you see the toupee? I'm like, I don't know, mom. So like, what are your thoughts? Do you see a toupee? Do you see a hairpiece? Do you see a transplant? So. Because uh, I'm torn. Upon upon looking, it, I don't see it. Like when I looked at your first picture, I thought that it was just maybe different lighting. Um, and he seems to have a little bit more, uh, a little bit more grayness in his, uh, on the top of his hair versus the side of his hair, which could, you know, account for why it looks a little bit off in terms of the color. Right. But I'm looking at pictures now. I typed in Ben Affleck hair. <laughs> um, right. I'm just like torn. I'm like, I feel like I, he has a lot of different hair looks. I feel like if anything, he maybe got a transplant. He might have, because I'm looking at this one picture in particular <clears throat> where his hair is clearly thinning in the back. Yes, I see. I, I think also, I have that one pulled up. Yeah, so I don't, let's see. There's apparently a bunch of rumors swirl. Or oh, whatever the hair transplant. So this is a thing. I don't know. Radar Online has some. Okay. So they're talking to a transplant specialist. <laughs> he weighs in. Uh, he does. The whole process is in here. If anyone's interested, Radar Online does a great job at breaking down why men lose hair. So nobody knows. It's a mystery. I don't know. It might be that minoxidil shit J-Lo's always talking about. Okay. I feel like there's no way that brings back that much hair. I mean, I feel like it'll make your hair look fuller if you already have hair, but I don't think it's going to like fix a bald spot you think it'll fix a bald spot I don't know see like I was very skeptical of what topical things could do but I do have one of Zach's best friends actually has been using the minoxidil stuff like for men like I've used minoxidil before I don't really feel like my hair's thinning but like let's get ahead of it (laughs) if it if instead of uh trying to fix it when it does happen right um but he started using, and I only used, it was like a nioxin, like hair serum. I only used it once, like a bottle of it. And I really couldn't tell you if it worked or not. Now I'm using the one from the ordinary because it's only like 20 bucks. But um, my friend started using the um, the Hems hair growth stuff. Um, and I think he just uses the shampoo and conditioner. And you can tell. Really? You can tell. Yeah, I can tell. Well, maybe Ben Affleck is just doing a little minoxidil. Well, you guys weigh maybe. in. Let me know what you think. I'm, I, like I said, if you guys are yeah, watching we'll the do video- a Oh, yes. We'll do a poll on Instagram. But if you guys are watching the video, uh, I'll have all the uh, pictures posted so you can thoroughly investigate and let us know what you think about Ben Affleck's hair. I don't know. I was dying laughing because she really was just like lighting up my phone with pictures of Ben Affleck. <laughs> Your mom was just she she was on one. She was. She was bothered. Bothered. I mean, it's, just, it's a little. I don't know. I just, I don't think I care that much about Ben Affleck anymore. <laughs> That's not my one sister. Like, She's like, nobody cares. 
Yeah. You know, um, my parents and sibling met Ben Affleck. What? what at the, um, what was it, premiere? No, no. This is when we li- used to live in Boston. He lived in, um, he lived in the same area of Cambridge as we did. And they like, his what? girlfriend at the time, I can't remember who it was. He, they were just like walking in a park. That's so My crazy. sibling Will got a, um, a signature. I was not there because I was a teenager who, you know, was spending every chance possible to avoid their family. That's wild. <laughs> so I wasn't there for that adventure, but yeah, fun fact. Um, also in pop culture, um, one thing I just want to talk about a little bit is if anyone has been keeping up with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, an iconic moment happened last night uh, with one Lisa Barlow. Uh, talking to Meredith Marks or talking about Meredith Marks. Um, it looked like it was a hot mic situation, meaning that when uh, that they captured something on mic that she did not know was on mic. Um, <clears throat> and I watched it a couple of times because I really wanted to like gauge like how authentic it was. And it did really right. sound like a super frustrating person, either like venting to a producer or just like honestly just yelling like at themselves, like or like, you know, when you like get so mad, you just have to cuss someone out, but you can't cuss them out. So you just like do it in the mirror or whatever. Right. I, I don't know. I think it was just a rage moment. Um, but would you like me to to read it to you? Please do. Okay. I'm going to do the monologue. <laughs> pull it up. <clears throat> Meredith can go fuck herself. I'm done with her because I'm not a fucking whore and I don't cheat on my husband. Her and her dumb fucking family that poses. Why don't you own a house? Oh, wait, you can't because your husband changes jobs every five minutes. Meredith is a piece of fucking shit. I had your back and I'm offended by that. Fuck you. That fucking piece of shit garbage whore. I fucking hate her. She's a whore. She fucked half of New York. She can go fuck herself. The way you read that, like it's a poem. (laughs) It sounds like a poem, honestly. It sounds like a haiku or something. I mean, I can totally see, yeah, her saying that. Like, that just seems like her. She rages so much. She doesn't, though. I think, I think you're thinking of Jen. This is Lisa. Oh, wait, Lisa. Lisa? Sorry, I was Yeah, Lisa Barlow. What? Yeah, no. Okay, never mind. Yeah, it was 100%. Lisa and Mary, or Lisa and Meredith are like best friends, or like were. And apparently she can't. Yeah, she seems like a shady fake bitch, though. I I mean, I feel like you can't like become the queen of Sundance without stepping on a few toes but she um they had Meredith Marks who she was talking about come on watch what happens live and they revealed that they did not because usually it's my understanding that the housewives have you know they get the reels before you know before we get them before the public gets them right um and obviously in a situation like that where you might not know that someone else said that because it was a hot mic moment um you'd want to be prepared but I guess she didn't typically they like give <coughs> they'll like send them the whole season like I believe it's like several weeks before the reunion right apparently they didn't show Meredith that episode until the day before the reunion so the reunion next week Sunday at nine o'clock will probably be that'd be juicy I need to watch real good I need to catch up I still only watched up to um I think the van or maybe a little bit past I mean, it's so chaotic and they're all just yelling at everyone at this point, but like, God damn it. That was a good one. 
was a really, really good one. That sounds like a good one. So I did post a poll earlier and we got a couple questions. Oh, yes, so, yes. Uh, I got a couple questions on books we've been reading. Are you still up to date on reading or are you not really reading right now? I'm reading, yeah. What's she reading? Um, I actually have a book right next to my bed. Um, obviously, fucking pop culture related because I'm because I work really hard throughout the day, and afterwards, I just kind of want to turn my fucking brain off. But love that. It's the uh, "Not All Diamonds in Rosé" by Dave Quinn. It's really good. This is actually the second book I've uh, read on the house of, of the uh, read on the Housewives. Um, but I hear that this one is a little bit more sensational, and the last one I read was like a little bit more so like talking about like how the show actually gets produced which is obviously fascinating but I also want to hear the tea which it sounds like this book has yeah so it's like the full ins and outs yeah what are you reading so I'm reading I just finished the maidens and that was really good my friend uh Jenny recommended it to me you know Jenny yeah yeah she recommended oh I saw you were reading that um the the zombie book or vampire book or something like that on your yes. Instagram I meant to stop and listen to it but I was working all day and I didn't even get a chance to talk to you till now so what, what's going on with that they're good uh you know I love a good spooky book it's southern I, I literally just pulled up because I was like I don't want to get it wrong southern book club's guide to slaying vampires it's really good I honestly okay I when I first got it I thought it was gonna be kind of lame um but it's pretty good it's uh so like I guess the summary is there's like this um southern group of ladies that like they leave these kind of like boring lives and they have this like book club and then they start reading all these horror books and then this new guy moves into town and he's very mysterious and all these murders start happening so that's kind of like the the plot of it so southern book club guide to vampires slaying vampires vampires slaying I think hang on it's a long book title (laughs) slaying vampires yeah I'll write that down. Yeah, but it's like kind of spooky and kind of campy, and I love it. I have a I have a recommendation yes. too, actually. Um, it it's to a book I read a long time. Books. It's a book I read a long time ago, and I need to reread it. Like I, I don't. When I was younger, I read books a lot, and now I don't really do that as much anymore. Um, I just for whatever reason when I get into a book I get into it um but I've kind of transitioned mostly over to like audiobooks and stuff like that just so I can like listen to them while I work or get ready or anything like that right um but like I love this book so much that they've made a movie about it and like I don't I haven't seen the movie because I don't want it to like ruin the book right um like I said it's a few years old you might have read it before it's called The Goldfinch no, okay, I saw that in the bookstore the other day, and I was like, Max told me to read this, and I was like, I need to pick it up. Okay, I might have recommended it before, but, like, it's literally one of my favorite books ever. Like, it's so well-written, it's a really interesting story, it touches on a lot of different interesting topics, it's obvious, it's a fiction book, so it's entertaining, but it's, it's really, really cool, and just kind of, you know, without giving too much away, it basically takes place um with a and this isn't ruining anything it's like the very very beginning of the book it starts off with this um this kid and his mom and they are at a museum in New York and the museum gets bombed or something I can't remember if it was a terrorist attack or if they even specify and his mom dies in that um and during all of the commotion one of the uh what do you call them like the museum directors 
um, handed this kid like a, a priceless painting. I think it's a real painting also um, of a goldfinch bird. Um, so the kid keeps it. And then like afterwards, it's just all about his life and living with his dad and going different places and growing up and all of that stuff. But he's doing all of this with like this priceless piece of art with him. Like, yeah, doesn't really know what to do about it. So it's a really good read. I would really recommend it. It sounds good. I'm going to pick it up. You know, I'm doing my little 50 book challenge. I know. I need to get on something like that. I just, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's it's worse now that I'm working from home like pretty much 100% of the time. Like I'm just like, I feel like after I'm done staring at stuff, I just want to like, like typing things in. I just want to like chill and watch a movie or a show or something, but maybe I'll really? get better about that. Yeah. Um, other questions we got. What skincare products have you been loving lately? Ooh, matter of fact, let me bring you to the bathroom <laughs> we're going um, on there's a few there's a few new ones that i really enjoy um i really love this cleanser this is really good if you have kind of like oily combination skin it's the indie lee brightening cleanser um it might not be great if you have really sensitive skin because it is a gel cleanser um and then this is like always my holy grail product it's the Caudalie vita perfect um serum it's a radiant serum it's supposed to help with hyperpigmentation and preventing aging that is a good one um this one i'm damn near out of i everyone needs this i feel like it's not very expensive either it's i think like 25 dollars. it's the advanced snail radiance dual essence from cause rx um so it's like you can see it's kind of like a double serum so like one one side has a the snail mucin in it, which is like really good for anti-aging and skin collagen production. And then the side, the white side has um, niacinamide and vitamin C. So it kind of brightens and love, love her in the wintertime. The Strivectin Advanced Retinol Nightly Renewal Moisturizer. I think she's kind of expensive. And I just bought this one. This was on sale at Ulta the other day. It's the Elemis Superfood. It's like, it's like a priming slash toner mist. I just use it as a toner, like after my skincare, but like it smells kind of like the Caudalie refresher that smells really good. Ooh. Um, but I think you definitely get more of this and it's cheaper. I love Elemis. Yeah. I've liked everything I've tried from them. Yeah. So like 10, 10 recommends. Oh, oh. And I just bought this too. Sorry. <laughs> Never finished. This is freaking beautiful. I don't really buy that many SkinCeuticals products because I think they're overrated and well, they're good, but I think they're way overpriced and you can find those ingredients and in other things. Yeah. But the SkinCeuticals uh, Physical Fusion UV Defense, Defense Sunscreen is like so pretty. If you're a girl or a guy or whoever, and you've been having a problem with like your, you know, your sunscreen you know giving you a white cast or something like that your physical sunscreen doing that this one doesn't do it at all it just blends right into your skin and kind of like it, it, I wouldn't even call it a tinted moisturizer but it does sort of just like give you a glow and even everything out yeah oh, I love a good sunscreen yeah it's important I have been loving Dr. Jart's because uh, my skin's been really dry lately with all the cold and like taking ghosty boy out I have been loving Dr. Mm -hmm. Jart's like ceramide line. It's like this yellow line. I think it has ceramide in the name. They call it something else though. But my friend at Sephora put me onto it. Um, and they have a, it's like 
it's almost like a serum or like an essence that you do beforehand. I want to say it has like toner in the name, but it's definitely not a toner because it's not like balancing the pH of your skin. It's more like just hydration. They have that. They have the moisturizer and the eye cream. I tried all three and I'm totally obsessed with all three. So if you guys are running dry from wintertime, definitely check them out. Yeah, that's a good one. And, oh, and another wintertime essential. Um, I'll just always freaking love this product. I, I go through a million things. Of a million different brands, but I have to give credit where credit's due. I like finish my skincare regimen every day and every night with this oil, the Juice Beauty Vinifera oil. It's is really lovely. Even if you do have oilier skin, it's a dry oil, so it's kind of expensive. You can get cheaper oils that have other stuff, but if you want a really nice, like luxurious, good smelling one, that's not going to clog your pores, and you can also use it as a toner. It's a it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Their oils are good. Um, and then a last question we had is how do you think people choose their pets? Like how did you choose Ollie? Well, I chose Ollie because I was kind of at a manic point in my life. Um, it happened really quickly. I was in college. I was, I don't regret my decision at all, but I was definitely, I definitely kind of jumped the gun with that one. Um, and essentially what had happened was one of my good friends got a puppy and the puppy was so well behaved. It was so cute. It just gave me puppy fever like crazy. And I was like, I, I like want that puppy. I need that puppy. And he was like, well, there's an all black version of him that's still available. And he wasn't, he was like a rescue, but not exactly. Like he wasn't at a shelter, but it was something with like the, they had um, this family out in the country had dogs and they just didn't really take care of them. And they would always get, they just didn't spay their dog. So it kept having babies and like the last litter. So sad, like got hit by cars. They all died. So then her neighbor was like, okay, I'll um, anytime your dog has puppies, like I'll, you know, take care of them for a little while and like find them homes. So my dog's like a black lab. I think he's a black lab Rottweiler mix, but I don't know. I feel like it was like me picking him. I didn't really pick him. I mean, I love all black everything. And I mean, he was a super, super cute puppy. Um, but I just feel like he, he always has had his little personality and he's like kind of mimics me in a way. Like he's timid. He's handsome. <laughs> um he's spoiled but yeah I mean I don't think there was a lot of picking I knew I wanted I knew I wanted a puppy um and I knew that I could not afford like a purebred or anything like that no shade to people who have purebreds um but I do like to adopt when I have the chance um and yeah I wasn't like I wasn't dead set on any breed or anything like that I just wanted a cute little dog um and I didn't, I've never been like a, a small dog person. So I knew I wanted it to be more of like a medium or large dog. Cause that's what I grew up with. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I knew I wanted a Husky, something with Husky in it, which like, I know I say that and everybody's like, cool, that's a choice, which like, it definitely is a choice, but like, I think cause I run and I hike a lot. So I wanted a dog that was like active. Cause I've always thought bulldogs were super cute, but I was like, a bulldog could never keep up with me, like uh, with running and hiking and stuff. Like it would be like, no way. Uh, so I wanted a Husky. I knew that. Um, but I knew I wanted like a smaller Husky cause she lives in an apartment. If I got like a big Husky, that would look crazy. Um, 
but yeah, no, I, I kept an eye out at rescues for a while for a, a Husky mix that would kind of like fit what I was looking for and I couldn't find one. Um, and then one day I found Ghosty. Uh, he mm-hmm. wasn't, he wasn't rescued, but I was just kind of like, I was just looking online at like uh, Husky mixes, like just because I was kind of curious at like what even Husky mixes there were. Um, and then his picture came up. I remember it was like weeks before I even got him. And I was like, okay, if this dog is like still available in like a month, like I'll just go, I'll go look at him. Like, it'll be fine. I'll just go look at him. And my mom, mm-hmm. me and my mom like went, my mom was like, girl, if you see this dog, like you're going to want him. And that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I went and I saw him and I was like, uh, yep, nope, he's mine. <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened. But yeah, I guess I kind of just wanted a dog that fit my lifestyle. And I also wanted a dog that was like an in-between size. I don't know how to explain that. Like I'm not a small yeah. dog person. Like small dogs weird me out. I'm always scared I'm going to step on them. They're always so damn yappy too. I feel like they really are. Every time I take ghosts out, they're always like barking at him and he just looks at them like, what is going on? Right. Same with Ollie. Yeah. They're very feisty. No. And he's just like the perfect size. He's like, he's big enough that like, I feel like if anyone ever tried it with me, he would scare them. But like, and I feel like he's also big enough that like, I don't know, like what this probably sounds bad, but like if I bump into him, I don't feel like I'm like crushing him or anything. Like a little small. No, like I get it. Yeah. Like, I don't think I could sleep next to a small dog. I'd be so scared I'm going to, like, roll over on them. <laughs> I feel the same. And I feel, like, the same way about Ollie to a certain extent, like, um, in terms of, like, looking slightly scary. But, I mean, he's the biggest baby ever. But, um, uh, yeah, Ghost was scared of a football the other night. Yeah, but, like, he's definitely got a bark on him. If I was breaking into a house and I saw that dog barking at me, I would definitely walk out. And I got him when I was single, so. That was sort of in a, like I was living in a one bed or no, I was living in a house, but then I moved into a one bedroom shortly after. Yeah, that's how ghost is. I took him out for a walk it was <laughs> in the evening. Um, it wasn't even that late, but I think because it's winter, it was dark earlier. And he noticed someone like walking behind us before I did. And he got like all big and bad. And I was like, all right, you know, you know when it's time to protect me. That's good. <laughs> yeah, you can hear he's definitely got more um, bass in his bark than he did when you first got him. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that's all the little fun, like, I guess, fun questions that we got. Okay. And then I know we wanted to do a nice little international shout out. Yes. Yeah. We want to shout out um, our international listeners because we have a bunch. Well, I want to shout out all of our listeners. Thank you. Because we have a bunch of new listeners now. But yeah, you guys are great. Yeah. But especially thank you to like, I was looking at like, because it kind of gives me like the geographic regions of where people listen to or listen to us. Um, I saw we have some listeners in Canada, Belgium, Ireland, England, and Colombia, which is just crazy. I was like, what? There's people who listen to us outside of the US. That's wild. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I love to hear it. No, that's super cool. Shout out to Belgium and Colombia, Ireland. All, All of those great it. places. Please listen. I, I, even if you're just listening it, to it to be like these fucking stupid Americans. <laughs> they probably are. They're probably like, what are these stupid I mean, about? As long as you keep on listening, just hit that like and subscribe button. Give us a rating. Please, uh, please give us a good rating. rating. <laughs> yeah, we need ratings after that last one. We surely did take a dip. We were a nice solid five and now we're a three due to that one star rating. Damn it. Fuck you, Macy. Uh, yeah. And then I did want to say, we do have a couple great episodes coming up. We have a good spooky coming up for you guys. It's probably going to be next week's episode. We have a couple guests lined up and then we're thinking about maybe doing like a fun Valentine's day episode. So if you guys think of any fun ideas, send them over our way. Yeah. And also, you know, if you 
if you like what you're hearing and maybe you want to be a guest, you think you have some good stories to, you know, tell and want to tell it, please come on. I promise typically our guests do not get bullied the way the last one was. Um, yeah. That was a really crazy situation. Um, not to keep harping on it, but um, please don't let that deter you. Yeah, no, <laughs> we usually just have a good time. Chill, kiki, all that good stuff. So yeah, let's shout out our socials. So you can find the podcast at getmessy.podcast on Instagram. We post the videos to my YouTube, which is L-I-V-D-U-M-E-R. So that's Live Doomer on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, And then the TikTok is Get Messy Podcast. And then Max, you want to plug yourself? Sure. It's um, on Instagram, M-X-L-N-B-N. So like my name without any vowels. Yes. And then live with yours. I am, uh, same as my YouTube, at L-I-V-D-U-M-E-R on Instagram, so. Yeah, and we've been, I've been pretty quiet on, on the TikTok. Um, that's partly because we had to take our last episode down, so we weren't <laughs> yeah. able to really go through and find any, any good little snippets, but, um, but yeah, coming soon, we should have some more. Yeah, yeah, same with YouTube. If you don't find our videos up there, it's because we had to take them down. <laughs> And doesn't that just reflect what great hosts we are? We will literally take your episode down for you. There if you, you have get harassed it. and bullied. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Yeah, everyone stay safe and have a great night. Yeah, stay safe. Stay Bye. hot. Stay hot. Bye.